I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's been an emotional day here in Boston. A moment of silence was held this afternoon, exactly one week after twin blasts ripped through the crowd at the Boston Marathon finish line. Earlier today, there was a funeral service for one of the three people killed that day. Meanwhile, the surviving suspect in the case was charged today with using a weapon of mass destruction to cause multiple deaths. Investigators are still piecing together all the evidence, and they're focusing especially on a trip to Russia last week by the older suspect, 26-year-old Tamerlan Tsarnaev. Reporter Miriam Elder with Britain's Guardian newspaper is just back from Dagestan. She went there to find out more about Tamerlan Tsarnaev's visit. A picture is slowly coming together of uh, the time that Tamerlan spent there. Travel documents show that he had uh, left the U.S. for Russia for six months. And what the family was originally saying was that he was in Mahachkala, the capital, the whole time, and that he was there to uh, renew his Russian passport and to visit his father, who had moved there earlier. What I learned yesterday speaking to his aunt was that Tamerlan was there for a few months without his father. Neighbors say that they, he only showed up in, in the neighborhood around March. The father arrived in May, and we learned today that he never picked up his passport. So in speaking with uh, Tamerlan's aunt, uh, the brother's aunt, uh, what intrigued you most about what she had to say? There's two things. I guess when you're speaking to the relatives of people who you know, I was suspected to have committed such horrible acts. On the one hand was her grief and her disbelief. Uh, You realize that uh, in a strange way, uh, there's also the suffering of this family that's that's happening. And then on the other side, what's intriguing is just trying to find the details and piece together this time and exactly what he was doing. And, you know, was he being honest with his family that he was just sitting home and, and reading the Quran the whole time? Or was he hanging out with uh, more radical figures? I believe his father said that when he was in Dagestan, he mostly slept. That's not what the aunt told me. The aunt told me that he was praying a lot. He was learning to read the Quran in Arabic, of course, that he was becoming reacquainted with distant relatives, uh, that he'd had some friends. She didn't mention the sleeping. Why were Russian officials interested in Tamerlan years before the marathon bombings? The Russian officials are not speaking. This is one of the main difficulties in piecing together this story. There's so much misinformation coming out right now. Uh, The latest thing we've heard is the uh, interior ministry in Dagestan saying, well, he wasn't here at all, uh, despite the fact that the family members are saying, well, yes, he was. So it's unclear what the Russians would have wanted from the U.S. and then why, if they were so concerned about him, one year later they would let him into the country and let him travel to a region that's known to host an Islamist insurgency. Has anybody suggested that maybe uh, the FBI and Russian scrutiny might have backfired and actually added to the brothers' interest, or at least Tamerlan's interest, in radical jihad? Well, we don't know for sure that he was interested in radical jihad. We're we're still trying to figure that out. But his mother did, you know, when when she talks about uh, him being questioned by the FBI and this feeling that he was constantly being monitored and followed by the FBI, uh, she expresses it with with anger, with a lot, a lot of anger. So um, now it's, of course, impossible to say how Tamerlan reacted to it. But if it was anything similar to his mother's, then you would think it would be shock, surprise and more than anything, anger. Reporter Miriam Elder of The Guardian newspaper speaking with us from Moscow. 